Well, we, we have two candles lit on our Advent wreath. Two candles for our Advent journey. You see, on a journey, you need a light to see not only where you are, but where you're going. Stephen Charleston, an Episcopal bishop and a Navajo elder, wrote a book entitled Ladder of Light, an Indigenous Elder's Meditations on Hope and Courage. And that book contains some wonderful insights and wisdom for our Advent journey. Listen. Dark places can appear slowly or suddenly, but either way, they cover us in a fog of doubt, leaving us feeling alone. It is at this moment that faith becomes our compass, for it reminds us that darkness is only a detour, never a destination. The Spirit calls for us until we find our way out of the dead end of worry and back to the broad and bright streets of hope. Imagine you walked onto a large open field at night when there is no moon, standing there silently in the darkness were hundreds of people, each holding an unlit candle. Only you were carrying a candle that was burning, a single light alone. How quickly would the field be glowing once you used your light, your candle, to light others, and they used their candles to do the same? And all the people began sharing their light with those around them. You may never know exactly that you do know over time what the outcome will be. A field, a glow in the darkness where people can see one another clearly. Your life matters. What you have started will carry on. You are a source of light. You help others in ways that will continue. You are a single candle, but you are stronger than darkness. A single candle. But what can a single candle do? In our first reading, Isaiah said, a shoot, a tiny sprout, 
will spring up from the seemingly dead stump of Jesse. And that shoot was David, the youngest son of Jesse. A simple shepherd boy. And yet he became the greatest king in Israel's history. But he was completely unprepared to lead Israel. A single candle. This is where God is at work. In the tiny, the little, insignificant areas that we might even overlook. This is the way God has always worked throughout the Bible. He chooses Israel, the tiniest nation at the time, to be his people. He picks leaders from lowly, little, insignificant shepherds. God acts in the little shoots growing in surprising places, seemingly dead places, like Calcutta, among the poorest of the poor, the dying and the untouchable. God raises up the tiny shoot of Mother Teresa. And what did she say? Do the small things but do them with great love. And she lights a candle in the darkness. Among the second class black citizens, the ones that can't ride in the front of the bus or attend white schools, God raises up the shoot of Martin Luther King Jr. And he lights a candle in the darkness. In apartheid South Africa, God raises up the shoot of Nelson Mandela. And he lights a candle in the darkness. That's how God works. And he's working like that today. During Advent, we are to look for Christ and prepare for his coming. So where do we look? In the big things? Or do we look for the little opportunities? The little shoots that don't seem like things that could possibly change the world? Calling a friend we haven't seen in a while, to say hello, how are you? Buying one or two toys for the less fortunate served by GraceWorks Manger Program. Helping in the Christmas Basket Program. Volunteer to be a server or an usher. Taking Holy Communion to the homebound. How can any of these things change the world? And yet, these are exactly how God will change the world.
We have to see God. We have to see God in the tiny things of life. The small opportunities. To light an Advent candle is to believe in the promise. In the face of all that suggests the contrary, that God is still alive still lard of this world. And because of that, all will be well, irrespective of what we see on the evening news. Advent is a time of hope. Hope because of God's promise. And the light, a single candle, can make.